Welcome to The Legend of Things. This is, this is quite festive. Yeah, this tree's in the way. It's not in the way, it's great. Yeah. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas just passed. After Christmas. <clears throat> By a few days. Mm-hmm. Are we on? We've been on. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we got this lovely miniature Christmas tree. Yeah. Just sitting on the table. It's nice. It's covered in decorations, ornaments, and lights. It came with the ornaments, which is a bonus. That is a bonus. Yeah. That makes it really simple. I put the lights on. So is this a throwaway when you're done? You're going to hang on to this guy forever. I'm going to try to keep it. The cats don't seem to eat it. The cats don't like pine. Uh, Just in general. They have eaten some. One of them threw up, and then I think they're like, nope. Yeah. That's how they learned. It's yeah. like, this smells weird. Unlike the plant that they have massacred in your room. Yeah, that one is delicious, apparently. It's been well pruned. <laughs> Very much so. We'll see if it can bounce back. It's been like that for a while. I think it's all yeah. right. There's it seems like the worst it's been. Yes. Since you've had it. That is true. <laughs> for sure. I Yeah, they didn't bother it for a while, and then um, I kind of had to keep my door closed so that they just wouldn't go in there and start chomping away. Yeah. I think we have ants. This is how you get ants. Coming in from outside. That's weird. Usually this place is like so heavily bombarded with chemicals that yeah. creatures do not appear inside. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because it was raining and stuff. Maybe. I hear that <laughs> rainwater resurrects ants. I heard that, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a little known fact. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to spray or something. Eh. It'll be fine. Well, before they were making a trail all the way to the to the shelves. Oh, were they? Yeah. Uh-oh. A few days ago. Fuckers. That ain't good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah? Piece of peanut butter seed. <laughs> peanut butter seed? No, it's got chia seeds in it or something. Oh, that's gross. Good. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's hmm. a good peanut butter. So it's creamy peanut butter plus crunchy chia seeds. I think it has other crunchies. Maybe it's sesame seed. I don't know. Hmm. It's in the fridge unusual <laughs> it's good very strange um all right Should yeah we do it sure i <clears throat> since you. i'm off work yes can't put anything together and i know head. you're full-blown zombie mode it's hard it's kind of funny it's nice to turn off though yeah i mean what. a lot of people that do like podcasts and youtube channels and stuff they take like up to a month off yeah a lot of them are like two weeks but i think one week is good enough sure apparently it's just us so it's not yeah. like it's super hard to logistically it's no, yeah it's yeah. not terribly difficult and it's always fun yeah but yeah so it's a little bit after christmas this is episode 42 yep we got a little bit to talk about today yeah should be a pretty fast and dirty i can't i feel like i just woke up wow I don't, <laughs> i've been up for hours this is gonna be interesting yeah all right spent too much time on that black desert oh my god Making new characters, rolling around. Yeah. Doing contribution points. Yeah, that's what the new characters are for. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, well. You can just, like, auto-mode a lot of uh, quests. Oh, can you? Because they're like, um, go get him, go kill this thing to get information about it. Mm -hmm. And you already have it. Sure. Because it's family-wide, right? Ah, I did not So I'm just like, click, 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 done. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just free. That's pretty handy. Yeah. You can kind of power your way through that. Totally. Almost even power leveling your own characters. Yeah. It's an interesting way to go about doing that. Well, especially because there's no level requirements on any gear. Yeah. Right? So as long as um, 
you can share armor, mm-hmm. for example. Like, if I took all the armor off my main, I yep. could give it to any of my characters. Mm-hmm. And they would just wreck house. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like that idea, because it harkens back to EQ1, which is, yeah. like, the pinnacle of MMOs for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of the same thing, same mm-hmm. thing with, like, weapon sharing and stuff. Sure, sure. Not everyone can share the same stuff, because mm-hmm. they don't use the same stuff. Yeah. But, um... It's fun. <laughs> I'm like level 36 on mm-hmm. my main, and then my other two are like 15. Yeah. Not but, bad at all. Yeah, I got like 104 contribution on my main doing all the stupid cooking and all that <laughs> shit. And I'm not going to do it on the other characters because uh-huh. they level independently. Yes. So I should be able to get them up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Just rack up that contribution. Well, you know who can't get enough of this show? Who? Zach. Who Zach. may or may not be the Lego maniac? Zach from work. No, I don't know Zach from work. Zach from my Zach work. From work. Yeah. Oh wow. It's a Zach from Oregon. Oregon? That's who this Zach is. Oh. Dun dun dun. Hmm. And uh, he is very interested in hearing about Rogue One since that came out about a week ago. Now. Yeah, we both saw it. We did. Uh, with our respective works. That's true. Which was cool. I saw it again. I need to see it again with the special lady. There you go. So she doesn't murder me. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat right now, too. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. But, spoilers. We're going to be talking all about it. So, if you haven't seen it yet, I suggest that you hold off on listening to this episode. Do you want to talk about that last so people can listen to the other stuff? No, we can do that. No, we'll do that. Sure. That'll work. Yeah. But on the way to seeing Rogue One, oh, I man. got a cattail cat in my mouth. In your mouth. It went in your mouth. That was that was a little awkward. Rossi, get down. It's going to be fine. Oh, except for that. These cables are fragile at best. So, on the way to see it, <laughs> yeah, I saw a new trailer for Blade Runner 2049. Right. And after seeing that trailer, I am very hyped to see the actual movie. I'm not hyped. I know you're not. Yeah. It, it confuses me. That I'm not hyped? Yes. Because it's one of the few trailers that takes almost the old school way of doing an advertisement. Because it doesn't show the whole movie. It's not like a Fast and the Furious where you see the whole movie and just... You go to watch it and you see the entire... Wildly different classes of films. It is. But it's it's something that's very curious because when you go in to see the trailer, it shows two scenes. And that's it. Yeah. It's just Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford talking. Right. And then Ryan Gosling walking through a street. Yes, allegedly Ryan Gosling walking through a street. Of course. Everything in that movie is allegedly. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. But it it intrigued me because it's, you know, it's a even though I didn't enjoy watching the original Blade Runner repeatedly, uh it's still something that I find very interesting in that futuristic Deus Ex kind of scenario where yeah. it's just uh this cat is going he's being bananas. a little needy right now. That's Lay surprising. Down. That's not usually his GM. Nope. Hmm. It's weird. His schedule's all fucked up. That's true. Because I've been here for days, and now he's rubbing on the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it looks interesting for sure, and I'm sure it'll be good. I hope it'll be good. I hope so. But um, my thing is that I just don't think that a sequel needed to be made. Sure. Maybe another movie in that universe Mm -hmm. with different characters would be fine. Mm Mm-hmm. But but not harkening back to Harrison Ford doing his thing in the previous movie. Not specifically, yeah. Because like, there's oh, I'm sure there's a lot of stories you could tell, mm-hmm. you know, in that universe. Sure, that would be fine. Like they're doing a Star Wars. Yes. Um, it doesn't always have to potentially tread on the old one. Mm-hmm. 
That which is, is a classic. And it came out, what, like... 30 years ago? 40 years ago, was it probably. 40? Like a long-ass time ago. It's like late 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Like a while. It is a while ago. So A while. Yeah. Extra emphasis Who's that on movie H. for? I don't know. I don't know. There must have been a decent sci-fi audience at the time, because there was yeah. like Dune, original Star Wars, and that kind of stuff. Oh, so. absolutely. That was really the film renaissance of science fiction. That'd be interesting to look at. Yeah. To actually see like the full history of science fiction and its revival from like the Fallout sixties, fifties ish style and to see just how it evolved into becoming so it used to be such like a hokey genre. Yeah, yeah. And how it started to become realistic, I guess would be the correct term, maybe. Acceptable. Yeah, acceptable maybe (laughs) is the Yeah. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I I just don't want it to kind of fuck up the original, but we'll see. Yeah. I if it you know is the new Terminator 2, then I'll be really impressed. <laughs> One can only hope. Terminator 2 is so good. It's the best. It's the only sequel that's been better than the original movie. Gremlins 2? No. no. Gremlins 2 is more ridiculous. Catastrophe. <laughs> Let's make one that's all vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. Terrible. Well... One of the reasons why I found uh, that Blade Runner 2049 trailer so interesting is just because the original Blade Runner was so long and, like, drawn out in all of its scenes. And recently I started watching this show called The Night Of right. on HBO Go, mm-hmm. which actually stars um, the pilot from Rogue One. Right. He's the main character, which I didn't realize until I saw Rogue One a second time. They don't look the same No, he's in pr- both. He's pretty different. Yeah. But it's um, sort of a murder mystery yeah. with the initial episode. And it's this one kid that is kind of the nerdy type, gets invited out to a party in New York. One thing leads to another, and he wakes up, and there's a girl dead in his room. Normal weekend stuff. Yeah. And so he's very confused as to what what goes on. But all the shots and direction leading up to that point are in the same fashion as the original Blade Runner, where it's a very long, drawn-out shots. Uh Not quite like Birdman or Revenant. Yeah, long shots are your fave. They're not that long. It's yeah. more long for the sake of the audience. Like you, it's a, it's to telling you to think about something. Exactly. It's It allows you time to shift perspectives. Yeah. So all these little extra bits and pieces let you see, oh, okay, this guy is actually doing this, which means he's leaving evidence behind. That could be something that comes up way later. Sure. It gives you a lot of opportunities to sort of jump in between... Not just, like, what the characters are thinking and what they're doing, but the meta information of how could this be used later on to either prove his guilt or innocence. Do they tell it in in order, or is it, like, a backwards thing? It's all in order. Okay. Yeah, which is, it's really good. Like, I've got two episodes left. There's, I think there's only eight in the mini season. Sure. Or the regular first season. Yeah. But it's, um, it's very interesting. So I'm looking forward to finishing that just because it's got that long, drawn-out feel that Mm. sort of allows you to analyze it yourself. And initially, the first episode also reminded me of the movie Seven. Yeah, sure. Because some of it's kind of gruesome, in a sense. But it's it's just very curious. It's not something that I expected to find on there, especially a show that changes pace, because that first episode is very unique. Mm -hmm. The rest of the episodes is the character arrested. And so it's sort of like the CSI, so I, like crime scene stuff and full-on lawyery investigations into Ooh, what goes on. Yeah. So it's more like a law and order kind of show, but with the preface of a different style of show. Huh. And so I'm I'm completely hooked, and I just can't wait to see what goes on. Yeah. So that's fun. Cool. Yeah. 
but we also saw a new trailer for Alien Covenant. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Meh. Uh. I'm not sure either. I mean, it has Michael Fassbender. Fine. He's back. I'm sure Assassin's Creed wasn't that great, but no, no. I haven't looked at anything for it. Yeah. He was the best part of Prometheus, so that's good. Yeah. And I wasn't a fan of Prometheus. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Before. We talked about it. I mm-hmm. thought it was a very okay film. Mm-hmm. Danny would say it's one of his favorite movies. Of course. But he's... I'm just not sure what to make of Alien Covenant. It's just a group of people that go explore in a new world and get infected by spores. Yeah, because that already happened. Like, yeah. we've done that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, um, in the, the old stuff, the concept art that I saw for it was really interesting. Okay. What was different about it? It was... Um, you know, like an older, like burned up version of um, the uh, uh, Hicks. I don't know the main marine from Aliens Two. The the main character oh, in, sure. in Terminator One. Yeah, Sean Bean. No, that's no. the other one. Bean. Michael Bean. Bean. Sure. I think it's Michael Bean. Okay. I don't know, but um, and he was all like grizzled and scarred up and old, mm-hmm. and uh, there were like um sorry <clears throat> cat wrangling there were uh like aliens with um like weapon x type headsets sure like attached to, like a handler that had like a screen and they oh. were like directing them around and uh-huh. stuff which seemed really fucking interesting because <laughs> that's cool that does obviously seem that's like what they want mm-hmm. right because they keep trying to bring these fucking aliens back true to do something with them like Maybe we should figure out what that is by now. <laughs> like, oh, we got to get this shit. It'll kill everyone. And mm-hmm. we keep sending people that are horribly prepared for this circumstance. Yeah, they're never exactly well get, prepared. But the company always knows. Which is weird. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do they want this so bad? I don't know. But uh, I don't know. It looked like um, Danny McBride. He was in there. He's in there. That was weird. That was weird. Unexpected. You're fucking out. Apparently. He's going to be throwing fastballs and telling people to eat shit. And being a vice principal at the same time. I haven't watched that yet. It's all right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's not something I'm probably going to run out to go see. Sure. But um, just kind of surprising. Could I be mean, interesting. It seemed like alien movies are always something that I've gone out to see in the theaters. But this one, it hasn't gripped me yet. It what they've shown is is very mainstream. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. Like even Prometheus had some like interesting hooks, trailer wise. Some. Yo, yeah, for sure. You know, and this is just like okay. donut spaceships. More of the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. <laughs> how many mining squads are we going to see massacred by uh, all of them? One alien, presumably. Yep. It's going to be all of them. Yeah, you know they had they found the egg, mm-hmm. egg open, thing jumped out like traditional. Pretty, standard stuff yeah. there's a backburster instead of a chestburster allegedly i mean maybe it was just mad yeah, and then maybe. it came out the front anyway <laughs> i don't know maybe just turned around inside and it's like this doesn't look familiar at all yeah you got turned around yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know am i an albuquerque we'll see maybe it's a bugs bunny movie maybe and I it's not an alien at all just that would be it's bugs bunny that would be a twist you see that movie shoot 'em up with clive owen yes where, where he eats a lot of carrots? He's Bugs Bunny. Mm, is he Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's like the take on it. Is it? Yeah. I did not put that together. It's a weird movie. It is a weird Paul movie. Paul Giamatti's in it. He's in everything. Monica That's Belushi. Belushi. Huh. Among other things. Which, who was she in the Matrix? She's, uh... Trinity? No. 
Okay. That's Carrie and Moss. Oh. Uh, something like that. She's um Persephone or whatever. The male Vinge's lady friend. Oh, in like the second movie? Or the third yeah. movie? Second okay. and third. Got it. I was going for the first because those other two don't exist. Right, right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. You're a <laughs> Matrix denier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. Well, there's also a trailer for Dunkirk, which I saw while going to see uh, Rogue One in 3D. And yeah. God damn it, that trailer is fucking crazy with a good sound system. Yeah, it's, it's just not. It's loud. Plane engines everywhere, machine guns, and just chaos and inevitable fear and panic. Yeah, it's going to be the not American saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I, it feels like it's going to be excellent. I can't wait to go see that. Chris Nolan is dropping hammers. He always does. Yeah, he's just good at what he does. He is good. Yeah, he's a good director. Yeah, so I'm sure it's going to be good. I'm sure he picked a good project to be in yeah. involved with. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, looking forward to that. But since we're skipping Rogue One till later, is there anything you've been playing lately? Uh, Black Desert, like crazy. Mm-hmm. Still, um, we played Vermintide. We did, which is fun. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird hybrid payday left for dead fantasy payday left for dead. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's basically it. Pretty much the amount of bags I carried around is very payday. Yes. And throwing the, sacks of grain everywhere. <laughs> and the whole, uh, all the special enemies and how everything works is very Left for Dead. Very much so. Like 100% yeah. rip off. Pretty much. Yeah. They got the hunter with the two daggers and he just jumps on you and starts stabbing. Big time. Or you got the hook guy that hook pulls guy. you away just like a choker. At least he does it from close range. That's true. Unlike the choker, yeah. which is fucking annoying. But it still lights up on your, yeah. on the other people's AI or screen. Yeah. <laughs> UI. UI. Like it's, uh, the choker pull so you get highlighted in like red or dark orange or something like that so you can actually see where they are and you can go try to rescue them right the exact same effect yeah there's the tank there's the tank as a rat rat ogre ogre. yeah and then there's no they have the spitter which throws poison bombs oh i suppose and then he explodes also when he dies and then we get a gatling gun guy which is new yeah we did get the gallon gun guy. Who mulches you mm-hmm. if you get up in his face. God, it's so much fun, though, if you go up in his face with the dwarf with the shield. Yeah. And you just hold down block, because that's intense. Yeah. Like, those are really good sound effects yeah. when your shield gets shot with those guns. It's fun. Yeah. Um, we played for a couple hours. Yeah, we had about a three hours on the Twitch stream. Rando um, guy that was watching our stream join us. Yeah, which was that was cool. fun. <laughs> kind of showed us the ropes. Yeah, We were, like, nice. level two. He was level, like, 67. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. That was enjoyable. Um, he showed us some Appreciate of the that. yeah the little extras involved, like grabbing tomes is actually important because you get extra dice to roll at the end. Yeah, the which, grimoire which I accidentally used curses twice. the entire team, but you get more stats and like one hundred percent rolls at the end. Yeah. yeah, so you get bonus loot, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, it's like just cranking up the difficulty. Yeah, but it was fun. There are five different difficulties. We were playing on normal. We were playing on two of five. Okay. So there's I hope it wasn't we get... that hard. No. But there were some parts that were tough. Yes. For sure. Some parts did get a little crazy. Yeah. It just depends how they die. scale it. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's just gonna be HP or if it's gonna be mob density, but it's I can't probably... wait till we actually get a full yeah. group of four. Yeah. And just start rolling around yeah. on Skype and Twitch voice chat and all Absolutely. that fun stuff. Yeah, because that'll be the best experience possible. Yeah, I think so. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's got a unique feel to them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, different weapons that people have available really feel unique. 
getting a I'm assuming there's a bunch of different types of items. Like for example with the Witch Hunter, you start out with the dual pistols. Yeah. But I found a eight shot repeater rifle, which right. is kinda nice. And you can kinda turn it into a shotgun if you need to. Yeah, like I got a recurve crossbow yeah. with him that it works like the dwarf one. Mm-hmm. So it's a sniper yeah. rifle. Big so I'm time. hoping that there's gonna be a lot of weapon variety. So you it can kind of like specialize when you want to. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of difference. Yeah. Um and I guess we're getting to it at a good time because I was looking at some of like the patch notes and stuff. Uh-huh. And um they just did a huge revamp on everything, oh, like basically right before we started. That's good time. Changing balancing and all that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. So, yeah, it looks hmm. pretty, pretty complete. Well, I'll be dipped. Yeah, there's a lot of cool gear. That's true. And so far, that's I mean, that's one of my main things. Yeah. So, so we put a little bit in time into that. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week. Same with uh, Deathwing. Yeah, I jumped into that, that a bit. Yeah, I haven't tried it. We need to do some multiplayer on that one just uh-huh. to make sure that we enjoy it on the multiplayer facet. Yes. Because single player I'm really enjoying. But let's see, what else? I finished uh, Legends of Grimrock 2, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say that I really enjoyed playing through that game, and I can't wait for 3 to come out. Uh, people are speculating that it's going to be within the next six months. So that's, that's impressive. Because cool. Grimrock 2 came out two years ago, so it was sort of like a late adopter for yeah. myself. Which is quite nice. I'm glad that I was able to finally jump on that. Yeah, you played the shit out of it. I did. And you rolled through it like a boss. Yeah. Big time. And I finally got back into Tyranny. Yeah, I made you play it yesterday. Yeah, and it gripped me immediately. (laughs) I love that game. It's a good game. The writing's so precise. Yeah. Every time I play it, I want to make a new character. I know, that's a a problem. But I just took over my second Spire and finally got access to like a bunch of upgrades, which is nice. What'd you make? Uh, the Forge. Me too. Of course. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want better gear? It's hard, though. That stuff is actually really hard to make. Some of it. Or I it's mean, It's expensive and you need materials. Yeah. And yeah. you need a certain number of followers in that spire in order to craft it. Like some of the artifacts yeah. and stuff, they yeah. require like six, which isn't that much. Because, no. I mean, they're pretty cheap. Yeah. I don't imagine money is going to be an issue at any point during that game. I don't know. Because, like... um I'll just occasionally go through and just sell a bunch of stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you need that stuff for other things. Like what? Like gems and oh like yeah, that I wasn't stuff. sure about that either. Like if it goes into enchanting or something yeah. like that. So that's the that's the only I've been kind of like holding back. Yeah. on a lot of that. The only thing I wasn't able to sell was like this artifact sword that I found. And there was a few other artifacts that I was able to get rid of just fine. You get a two hander down there, don't you? One of them called Tempest, the yeah. two handed sword. And for some reason, I wasn't able to sell that. Oh, it's it won't like, let you? No, it's like, you can't get rid of this. You item. probably can't sell any of the, mm-hmm. the artifact ones. You can. I've sold some of them. Oh. Like, it doesn't have anything that's a crazy ability attached to it. It's mm-hmm. just a good stated weapon. It's oh. not like a full-blown artifact with renown abilities. Tempest? Yeah. I thought Tempest did have renown abilities. I don't think so. Mm. I think it's just enchanted with, uh, like, Thunder Claw oh. or whatever. Okay. So it's one of those proc things. Yeah. But it was curious. So huh. there must be something that goes on with some of those items. But yeah. I, as far as I can tell, those gems, even the food buffs, are completely inane food buffs and irrelevant. Are fucking garbage. Yeah, I don't understand. Unless maybe later, like it has a bigger effect on. I don't know certain people. I don't know. But they're such tiny buffs, mm-hmm. and, and it's like a it's level mainly of, that it takes up too much time. Yeah, it's, it's like, a level of micromanagement that I just don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah. 
if I wanted to do that, I would jump into something like Neo Scavenger, which you were playing. Something yeah. where you actually need to survive. That game is like I I'm getting better, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, right, cool, I'm doing pretty well, and mm-hmm. then I get killed by like a werewolf. Sure. So it's post-apocalyptic survival, but with a bunch of weird critters. Is that correct? Yeah, basically. Okay. I guess like you can. They have a link to their site, and it actually tells you more about the world, oh. which I'm curious to look into. Sure. But essentially, you wake up in a cryo tube. Mm-hmm. And you make like you choose descriptor words essentially for your character, nice. and they cost a certain amount of points. Mm-hmm. So there's like strong, athletic. Like, I like ranged. that kind of character creation. Yeah, that's and fun. that's it. That's all you do. Okay. Um, and they give you essentially those work as resources. Oh, for example, so okay. like crafting, you pull stuff that's you have with you or in your area, mm-hmm. and descriptor words into a box, and it tells you what you can make. Really? Yeah. So, like, so, if you pull strong into a box, do you lose strong? No, you don't lose it. Okay. So you always have those. Sure. But, um, for example, if you have melee, uh-huh. you can make, um, like, a spear. Okay. Like a broad-headed spear. Sure. So to do that, you need melee. Mm-hmm. You need um, one long stick, bendable something okay it's all very vague sure so there's different things you can use for different stuff Mm -hmm. so you the stick is the easiest thing to get obviously sure um and then you need like a shard or like something sharp Mm -hmm. and then that lets you make it but if you don't have melee the best thing you can make is like a fire treated spear interesting and then you need that's a different okay recipe so each time you play the do you ever get more keywords i don't know i keep dying (laughs) the longest i've gone is like Six days, okay, uh, in game, mm-hmm. and how much time would that be? Six outside? and a half days. Uh, it just depends what you're up to. Sure, like an hour, probably. All right, maybe less. Mm-hmm. But um, you, uh, you're doing pretty good, and then you just get an infection and die. Oh, you know, sadness. Yeah, like I got in a fight with a wolf dog mm-hmm. person <laughs> and killed it. Half wolf, half dog. By you know, half person. And the the combat's really interesting because it's uh it's like turn based but kind of from like a conversational perspective. Oh. So like it's like what do you want to do and mm-hmm. you have these options and you click which one you want to do and then click confirm mm-hmm. and then it rolls the dice essentially. Okay. Sure. Um and uh yeah, I beat it from parrying and making it stumble up and shit and sure. killed it and then I cut it up and ate all its meat. <laughs> <laughs> and um got infection from something i don't even know what eating uncooked meat no i cooked it oh okay but it's because i i don't have the medic skill on that character oh so i don't know wow. so medic gives you three extra bars of... to tell you your um overall health in oh different, wow. so different you, ways you don't have that otherwise yeah interesting so like you only have your main stats which yeah. is like blood loss shit like that Mm -hmm. and then your other one is like sickness or like infection sure general health stuff Mm -hmm. and you can't really tell it otherwise interesting yeah so i'm assuming you maybe learn stuff but i haven't been able to maybe find like old books around lying around yeah you can get money and stuff somehow Uh i haven't found a settlement okay i've run into other people they'll just kind of like npc around and Mm. they'll uh scavenge on their own so like if you're in a place and you don't like actively attack someone or scare them off, mm-hmm. they'll take shit that's there if you don't take it. Oh. Which is kind of interesting. Do you have to go murder them? You can. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get first dibs technically because your turn goes first. Sure. No matter what. Okay. So, but. Curious. I've killed a couple people. Mm-hmm. 
one of them was in self-defense and then the guy ran off and i was like no <laughs> and i took him out wow I fucking murked his ass harsh yeah well you know <laughs> it's Can't weird survive. there's a lot of different stuff there's mm-hmm. like um i just found like a separate room in the intro area mm-hmm. which i didn't know it was there because i never went back in before sure and then there's stuff you can do in there if you have certain skills mm-hmm. which i didn't have of course mm-hmm. so i'm curious to see that but it's a roguelike big time yeah that sounds pretty cool small game mm-hmm. it installs in like six minutes yeah so it's flash really yeah interesting so it's really pretty straightforward sure yeah a good purchase so far absolutely good it's fun curious i'll have to give that a shot it's frustrating um, yeah <laughs> i mean they should be yeah until you learn the ropes of the game yeah i don't know i mean there's just so much randomness yes. i mean it's a roguelike in the sense that like i was going left mm-hmm. and then ran into a wraith that i couldn't kill or outrun oh so i just fought it to the death and it. fucking murdered me yeah but that's rough yeah hmm. and he wouldn't go after other people i tried to tank him into other things <laughs> uh-huh. and like he wasn't doing it so really yeah Maybe it was the ghost of one of those people you killed. No, I wasn't on a one where I killed someone. Mm. It's weird. Like, I don't know what the hell is supposed to be going on. <laughs> but there's dog people mm-hmm. and wraiths and no other critters I've run into. Really? Just those. Interesting. So dog people fewer... find you. Oh. Like, they sniff you down? Yeah. Like, I was hiding in the woods, mm-hmm. resting, I think, because I'd gotten beat up from, like, a building collapsing on me. Oh, Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it seems bad. I'm like, oh man, I should take a break. Uh-huh. And I was like in my little makeshift lean to that I'd made. Sure. Hunkered down and, um, fucking found me. I tried to hide. It wasn't happening. Unfortunate. Yeah. Huh. Curious. And then it ate me. Well, you ate it. Not that time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another one tracked me down. Oh, man. You can, like, hide your tracks. There's all sorts of things. That seems really detailed. It is. That's a good thing. You can track other people, too. I don't know how beneficial that is. Mm -hmm. It's one of the cheaper starting traits. I see. (laughs) I'm intrigued. It's cool. It's quick. I mean, like, I... (laughs) The first one I played, I died, like, instantly. (laughs) Like, I was like, okay, cool. Uh That was it. Nice. But basically, you start at the bottom, middle, left of the map. Okay. And it's all black, except for what you've looked at. And Mm -hmm. it's different. It's always different, except mm-hmm. for, like, certain key landmarks. Of course. And after your first night, you see lights to the far east, mm-hmm. all the way oh, on gross. the far east of the map. So that's your goal, allegedly. Yeah. And then you can find a map, and you can investigate it, and you can find different points on it, depending mm-hmm. on what you've encountered. Oh, okay. And, like, if you look at the computer when you start, you can tell that you're from Detroit. Oh. And you can look on the map, and it shows you where Detroit is. Which okay. Is way up to the north. Sure. So I haven't made it to either of those places. Interesting. But... Still intrigued? You gotta find shoes. You usually only find one at a time. <laughs> and it has to be left or right. Uh-huh. Like, it has, you have to, Shit. you know, match them. Uh-huh. And if you don't wear good footwear, your feet get fucked up, messes up your movement. Yeah, you get ringworm. It's got everything. And the Civil War happens all over again. Trench foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible way to go. It's not great. Mm-mm. Real bad, even. Real bad. <laughs> What else we got? Uh, would you say it's almost as bad as the year 2016? It's almost as bad as these ants. Are they coming back in? Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're not not coming in. It's not like I did anything. Um, yeah, 2016 is a pretty shitty year for a lot of celebrities. Hey, probably. a fire trap. Should probably wait for that. 
All right. Perfect. So as we were saying, the year 2016, not the best. The celebrity murderer. Yeah, pretty much. It's been a destroyer of celebrities, maybe of the United States itself. <laughs> maybe of the world. <laughs> yeah. And the most recent one was Carrie Fisher. Yep. Sadness abound. People love Star Wars, and she was iconic. She was a very early role model, I guess, for uh, femmes everywhere. I suppose. I don't know. I don't have a lot of comment on that. That's true. <laughs> um, it's, it's too bad. I mean, she's... Uh, I was talking about it with my family, actually, on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks a lot older. She looked a lot older than she was. She obviously wasn't in great health. Oh, she went yeah. crazy for a little while. She did. Um, she did a lot of drugs, too. Yeah. You know, like a so lot, a lot. it's pretty amazing she made it as far as she did. It was pretty significant. Granted. Yeah. But um, she was a cool person. Yeah. It was one of the few people in Hollywood that, like, actually spoke her mind when she wanted to. Yeah, because she was crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Or just honest. Or both. Some people say they're the same, they're the same thing. That's true. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's too bad. George Michael. Yeah. Dead. Very recent, too. Yeah. Everyone else. Everyone else. <sighs> Bowie. Yeah. A little bit of everybody. Mm-hmm. So. Bowie's yeah, latest album. The last one that he made. Real good. Is it? Real good. Yeah. Highly suggest listening to that one. Should you have the opportunity. Trek. Yeah. I'm sure it's good. It's I good. like David Bowie, but I'm not I gonna. wasn't like a big fan of his music beforehand, and then I'm still not a fan of his older stuff. Yeah. Like it's just a little bit too weird. It's really but, weird. But the latest album's really good. It's yeah. really well put together. So like I've enjoyed listening to it on multiple occasions. Oh, look at you. So it's um, <laughs> usually if there's an album that it's just sort of uh, like a one-off, it's like, yeah, it's fine. And then it's done. I'd like throw it in the garbage. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But this one was something that I've listened to repeatedly. And it's impressive. Yeah. So it's, it's good. Yeah. I liked it. Good. Entertaining. Glad to hear it. Yeah. But uh, I've got some new stuff downloading right now. Like finally, We Happy Few. Yeah. Even though it's an early access. Yeah. I was trying to hold out for a while till I could... Um, play the full game upon release and get a more accurate representation of what the game was yeah but all the steam reviews currently are still very positive it's been very positive for a long time Mm -hmm. also apparently in the survival game where you actually have to manage sleep food and water and i'm just very curious to see what happens within that story yeah that's weird it's a weird dystopian future it's weird to me that there's like a survival mode yeah me too i didn't expect to see that and so now that it's there i kind of have to jump in and see what they've done with the game yeah like i'm too intrigued not to go that seems off like tone Mm -hmm. right it might not be though maybe people seem to love it so i'm hoping that they did a great job with it yeah we'll see but yeah i'm excited to jump into that uh, I still have to finish Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, me too. It's like never ending. Yeah, and uh, we played <laughs> through um, the latest and last demo for Resident Evil seven, and we played through it on the VR. Oh man, that was fun. I watched you play it. You guys, you were commenting. It, I was there. Yeah, yeah. I think you were just as terrified as I was. It was scary. It was pretty scary. You're probably more terrified. I granted, I was face first in you it. Were, you're right in there. Mm-hmm. Um. They added a lot. They did. Didn't know that they added that much Mm -hmm. at all. Pretty significant to that house. Completely changes the setup. Mm -hmm. We played through the stuff we were comfortable with. Yes. And then we're like, okay, now what? Shall we go to the new place? Yeah. And um, it's fucking hairy. It got real weird real quick. Real quick. 
Like, I thought it was just going to be people. No, there's weird monsters. Monsters, right out the well, gate. at least one. Well, at least. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's how we died. But I really can't wait for this to actually release so that we can Twitch stream yeah. us playing it over the VR game. When's it coming out? Uh, January 24th, Ooh, I girl. Right? That's like three weeks. Four. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I keep thinking it's the new year, and I've been, not. I've been smacked down on that review. Oh, you get slapped like, around for that one? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's only a week away, and it's like, it's not even January. Shh. Domestic abuse is no joke, John. Oh, not from her. From everybody. Oh. Well, I mean, domestic just means at home. It doesn't mean from your significant other. True, but it's rarely at home. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Good point. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what we got for today, other than Rogue One. Yeah. So this is spoiler territory. Yeah. So be warned. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> the end. That's it. <laughs> uh, that movie was excellent. Like after seeing it a second time, I appreciated it more, okay. which was unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw through it the first time, and it's really two distinct movies. Like there's the first half of the movie, and then the second half of the movie, where the first half is all like weird spy game kind of stuff, and the second half is all space battle and full-blown action Vietnam kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the formula for one and three in the Star Wars trilogy. Also true. But I was really impressed. Uh-huh. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen was Great. really good. Great. Uh, the girl, the main girl. Yep. Stardust. Yep. Really good. Can't remember her name right now. Mm-mm. Uh, what's his face? Yep, good. Old old Mr. Lazy Eye. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I was kind of sad that he wasn't in the movie longer. I thought there'd be a little more going on with him. Yeah, he was a little one-dimensional, which is kind of unfortunate, because he played that character well. Sure. Like, he has just, like, this, uh... Gravitas. Yeah. <laughs> He's got this gravitas that just, uh, it sort of lingers. Yeah. And it just makes you feel like he's a badass. He's so fucking crazy, too. I think that might be part of it. Like, like that's. I, he draws I, attention. That's a large part of that character mm-hmm. is that, like, he's obviously turned the corner on. Yes. Like, he's a fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a lot of really interesting, like, and they would say it's not political commentary. They came out and said this movie is not politically fueled whatsoever. Yeah. Specifically. Um, but a lot of it really talks about terrorism. Mm-hmm. You know, and what, and it really shows the rebels as terrorists. Because they are. Yeah. 100% terrorists. I I don't like that word. I don't either. But, because... that's, but like, you see the little, like, fight in the town sure like that's terrible like people are getting like caught up in the crossfire there there's oh, guys yeah. like suicide bombing yeah like it's bad mm-hmm. like it's it's a direct correlation to the modern view of terrorism of course i mean it maybe you don't like that definition but that is 100 percent. yes the i don't viewing public yes i don't like it because it's so broad sweeping like sure. anybody that's within a media outlet well, will say anything and everything is terrorism but i mean by definition like even the rebels Mm -hmm. say that like he went too far he's a fanatic Mm -hmm. like he's the extreme oh yeah and i mean even the other main characters have said something along like the whole suicide squad part of that team yeah they're like we've done shit we're not proud of in the name of the rebel alliance and we need to like redeem ourselves for that because we've done terrible things yeah and i mean and they're even on the 
shiny side of it too yeah where the other guys are like yeah we're just doing this <laughs> you know and it's i thought it was really interesting you know politically kind of bringing that all in there mm-hmm. it's a little awkward like it's a little like at times it's like Ooh. see i don't think it's that awkward because anything can be viewed as something from whichever lens you want it to be right that like, you sure if you view it from the rebel angle it's like oh yeah they're freedom fighters trying yeah. to fight you know for the greater good of the galaxy sure if you're looking at it from the Empire side, I don't know. Maybe they just want to really bring peace to everybody by murdering everybody. Right, when they say that a couple times. Yeah, and that's fine, too. But yeah. it, it all depends on your perspective and mm-hmm. whoever wins. Like, history is written by the victors. Right. So whatever occurs is most likely filtered through a lens of somebody whose opinion you probably don't need to have. It's like Generally. the Roman Empire. They win. They write the history about it. Is it filtered through their own perspective? Of course. Yeah. So we're not going to get the real story behind it. Yeah. So I just thought just, it was interesting um, in a modern film that mm-hmm. takes place in a distant future. Yeah. Past. Distant past. Past future. Yeah, but it is, it's the past. Yes. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Days of futures past. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's different. Mm. But um, I thought it was really interesting, you know, in that. And then, yeah, the Vietnam take yeah. on the second part. And it does have a very different tone. It does, very um, much so. I really even enjoyed that. Just the gear, mm-hmm. like how they change, how people look. And we talked about this um, offline. True. But um, the first part of the movie is all very... The per- first part and anything that happens in space mm-hmm. is very, like, 70s. And, like, all the dudes have their little mustaches <laughs> and, like, sideburns. Uh-huh. And they all have that aesthetic. Yes. And it works because it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's what everything looked like in the first movie, um, you know, which is shortly after this movie takes place. Yes. Um, and then once you get to people Before. on the on the ground, mm-hmm. yeah, first movie happened shortly after this. Yes, takes place. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So once you get on the ground, it turns super super Vietnam. Very. It's a jungle planet for yes. one, but then also like all jungles the, and beaches. Yeah. And then all the rebel commandos' weapons mm-hmm. are on like M14 bases. Yeah, they all have magazines, and they, they all do have, have magazines. That, they all have that kind of lower. Yeah, it's, it looks like an M16 or an M whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really interesting. Sure. And their helmets change. Yeah, they do. To essentially the Vietnam era. Yeah. U.S. Army helmet. It was weird, but and, it, it was very engaging. Yeah. I think it brought home a little bit more realism, mm-hmm. I guess, to the viewing public. Yeah. Because it, it felt good. It felt not like a space battle. It felt like a natural battle that would occur. Yeah. And it felt gritty. Mm-hmm. And one thing, like, aesthetically, the the original trilogy, all the most of the weapons are all based on World War II era mm. weapons. Okay. Um, and in this one, it seems like they've changed that aesthetic to mm-hmm. be mostly 60s to modern weapons, which Fair. is interesting. And then another thing I kind of took away from it, a lot of the gear, like belts and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, is super reminiscent to me of the Star Wars MMO game. Oh, really? With all the lights and stuff. Sure. Because it's stuff that you would see, like, you wouldn't see in the other movies. Mm -hmm. Period. Like, everything is just very, like, plastic. That is true. You know, and then this, it's like, I have a belt with, like, blue lights on it and, like, that kind of (laughs) stuff, which is, like, straight out of the computer game. Yep. You know, for me. Um, But, yeah, it was good. It's very enjoyable. I really like the dark tone of the story. Big time. I like that all the characters died pretty much. Everyone know. does. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had their own part to play, and everybody sacrificed that at the very end. Yeah. I mean, 
the main girl dies on the beach in what could be just a nuclear bomb. Basically. is pretty much what it looks like. I mean, it's a planet-killing nuclear bomb. Yeah. yeah. It's very... um, It felt good, like in a cathartic sort of way. It's like these people died because they were fighting for something that they believed in, which is a noble goal. I think anybody that feels um, that there could be a greater good would feel that way as well. Sure. That's just an assumption. But it's it's very nice to see that because a lot of movies, especially what I would expect of a Disney movie, is that they would not take that route. They take the happily ever after route, yeah. and I would lose interest almost immediately because, I mean, these people are effectively on a suicide mission. They're against all odds. Mm. If they somehow pulled that off and escaped, I mean, yeah, whatever. That's a DM hand wave at you this would, point. But it would still be acceptable. It'd be acceptable. As a, as a movie. Yeah. You know? But I think it's way better for yeah. not taking the easy road out. Totally. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really, story-wise, I think everything wrapped up perfect. Yeah. Um, I think they did a really good job using, like, old stock footage from the first movie mm-hmm. for some stuff, which was really cool. True. To, like, really connect the characters from A New Hope to, um, you know, this telling. Yes. Um, not, like, the CG people, but, like, the pilots and stuff, mm-hmm. where they pulled stuff from, like, the Death Star battle. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going on our attack run. And you're like, <laughs> oh, man, I saw you die in a trench. <laughs> you're terrible. Uh, they had um, another fat pilot, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yep. Like, we got to keep this going with fat X-Wing pilots. It probably will happen. Like, I, I don't ever want it to stop, <laughs> like, at this point. Um, oh, they threw things. in some little... Um, hooks mm-hmm. for other movies which oh, i thought yeah. was cool they mentioned some female jedi yeah so jimmy smiths or whatever his name is uh-huh. from nypd blue or mm, sure, sure whatever csi whatever csi miami you know because he's uh because <laughs> he's um the the organa scion of the house oh, or whatever sure. Leia's dad mm-hmm. um says something about a female jedi that he like trusts implicitly yeah which is never talked about in any of the other things. Oh, okay. So this is like a new thing, depending sure. on what's canon and what isn't. Yeah, that's so, always questionable. In the current canon, mm-hmm. so the Clone Wars cartoons, which I've watched all of, are yep. canon. Okay. So those are good. Mm-hmm. And they did a Star Wars Rebels, which I haven't watched, which is also canon. All right. And Ahsoka is the only female Jedi I can possibly think of that comes up in both of those that has dealt with his character. Really? Yeah. Okay. So and that'd be super interesting. What's her jam? She's Anakin's Padawan. Oh. Yeah. Curious. And then she just kind of disappears <laughs> before her shit gets weird. Huh. So I'd be really interested if they brought her back. Because she's like a fan favorite, uh, definitely. Okay. She's um she's like a Twi'lek. Mm-hmm. Well, she's no, she's not a Twi'lek. She's the other one. The red ones the red ones they have the head tails too but they oh. have like a bony white sure. thing on their head right. i don't know but uh she's a jedi and she dual wields mm-hmm. um which is cool yeah and i don't know it'd be super interesting to have her pop up in one of these things it would be kind of cool yeah i mean they're making a ton of new movies so yeah i'm sure it'll occur at some point or somebody will figure it out hopefully i yeah. mean they haven't really had any like decent female jedi either mm-hmm. Have there been any? Yeah. There was the one Twilic blue girl who got like shot in the back on some desert planet, or I mean jungle planet. Was that in the first Attack three? of the Clone Wars? Oh, okay. Nothing hmm. in the original trilogy, obviously. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. I mean, Leia is technically force sensitive. Yeah. but That's just a feat. 
It is. That's a fee. You can take it first level. <laughs> yep. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're obviously, yeah, they have the Boba Fett sure. shit coming out. Han Solo, mm-hmm. Lando, yeah. Standalone. Yeah. With uh, Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. Donald Glover, mm-hmm. which is the best. It's going to be good. He's great. He's really good. He's a very talented person. Yeah. For one thing. But, mm-hmm. like, he's can bring, like, a whole air of suaveness to that. that That's probably true. I don't think anyone else really could. Yeah. But be um, interesting to see. To be sure. Yeah. And then we have a new one this year, right? I don't know. It's, one, it's supposed to be one a year. That wouldn't surprise me. So we haven't seen anything for that yet. I haven't. So it'd be in the summer, it's probably. It's been a while since I saw their production schedule thingy. Yeah. Like, back when they announced Rogue One? There was yeah, they big, did have uh, a block like yeah. for the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm sure that's been reorganized, because movies tend to do that. Um, they only reorganize them when they suck. <laughs> like, Marvel doesn't reorganize theirs. No? DC's reorganized theirs, like, a hundred times. Well, DC has a couple issues. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel and Disney uh, are under the... Er, and uh, Star Wars are under the Disney umbrella. That's true. These guys are going to just crush it. Yeah. Crush. They'll do a crossover at some point. We'll all lose our goddamn minds. Jesus. <laughs> that's terrifying. Galactus. I don't know. Well, it's kind of nice when... All those are under the same umbrella. It makes it kind of good because they know they can't make their own product stale. Because if they do, they're going to lose audience. So I hope they continuously dash in things like Rogue One, yeah. where it's an unusual story. Yeah, it's something I mean, that's dark and unexpected and doesn't resolve as everything else does. For sure. And I, I think um, with these standalone stories, mm-hmm. we're going to see more of that. Yes. Because there's no expectation to make more money off of it yes and i think it's a good thing i do too you know and plus the thing is with these ips people will go see these movies no matter what though so it's very low risk true so even if you have a movie with it goes both ways with a questionable Mm storyline then people will still go see it if you and if it's just a phone in then people will still go see it (laughs) so it's you know yeah we're gonna have those probably you're not wrong until they have, like, an, a new Ewok movie or something. I can't wait. Oh, man. <laughs> the first Ewok Jedi. He's coming. Uh, yeah. There's one in the old canon, in the old fiction. Is there? It's not canon, though. Oh. Not okay. anymore. Hmm. Sadness. Yeah. Hmm. Fuck Ewoks. <laughs> they were all killed. I know they're your favorite. When you don't en- have to hide it. When the Endor moon blew up from Death Star debris. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They'll be back. How? Because <laughs> that one Ewok Jedi that just saved everybody's life. Oh, right. Don't you remember? No. Yeah, it happened. I wrote it. Ugh, fanfic. fanfic. <laughs> oh, no. So here's my question. Yeah. How great was Darth Vader's pun? Which pun? Don't choke on your aspirations. It's not even a pun at that point. Yeah, it was pretty bad, right? It was really bad. Yeah. Hmm. Is that James Earl Jones? I feel like it broke a couple times in there. It sounded like his voice to me. Sometimes. Most of the time to I me. Feel like, like... The second time I watched it, I was trying to pick it apart. Because it's like, is that really him? But it seemed to me like it was. That must be like 100. It's got to be old. Yeah. Sounds old. his whole like rampage at the end there. So good. So good. That was my favorite part of the movie. Oh, man. Because it's so distinct. Yeah. Uh, it's so fuck you. Yeah, like, it is. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> it's great because the it starts to zoom in just on a corridor that's full of darkness. Yeah. 
And it's just like, is the movie going to end like this? Right. Is it just going to shut down? That would be amazing. That'd be so like so surprising. It would be good. And then all of a sudden, and you're like, this is better. It's like, oh <laughs> fuck, yeah. And then he just goes on a whole murder spree, throwing people into the ceiling, impaling people. And, oh yeah. Oh man, those fuckers have no idea what they're dealing with. They were too, terrified, which was great. It was great. Like you really felt like they're like, I don't know what to fucking do here. Yeah. So we're just gonna scramble around mm-hmm. in this small corridor. And trying to get that little key card out to somebody else. That, so that USB they can, drive? Yeah, yeah, so they could deliver it and then literally hand the torch to the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Like, no wonder. It was fantastic. It was like 90 seconds of awesomeness. Yeah. I mean, it really helps explain, like, why he's so fucking upset in the first, in the first, in uh, A New Hope. He's been chasing this boat that barely got away from him, and he gets there, and they're like, hey, we don't have your shit, dude. And he's like, oh. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Pure rage. Yeah. He's mad. He is mad. They did a really good job with Grand Moff Tarkin mm-hmm. and being a CG version, yeah. granted. Yeah. But, you know, it. at first you're like, mm. but the more you saw it, it some fine. of it was really, really crisp. And yes. you're like, that's just like real life. Mm-hmm. And then other times, sometimes with locomotion, you're like, mm. <laughs> but still, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And just him being an asshole. Yeah. And just being like, no, this is my shit. You know who's also great? It Man. Fuck, man. He's the best. He was so good. He's so good. He has a lot of good jokes. <laughs> him and the robot are the comedy of the movie. True. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I think was his only comedy line when he got black bag and he's like, are you serious? Oh. I'm blind. He says a couple things, I feel, mm-hmm. but maybe not. But that was funny. That was pretty I good. laughed out loud. His combat scenes were so good. Yeah, he's the best. It was so well executed. Like, the first time we're introduced to them in combat, I should say, and he just takes on, like, eight stormtroopers at once. Yeah. And it's fully choreographed to martial arts perfection, pretty much. Yeah. And he's, like, kicking sand in people's faces and smashing their visors open. Yeah. It was fantastic. And then it ends with, like, an exclamation point of his buddy just unloading, Rolling like, a full down. auto yeah. of the reinforcement wave. And it's just, it's so well put together. It's well punctuated. Yeah. And, like, he is by far one of the most, the most, I think, prolific martial artist that's alive and still doing things these yes. days. Yes. And he does choreography. He, I'm sure he did all the choreography for his own shit. Absolutely. I mean, he's just the best, mm-hmm. and it sucks that he didn't get out somehow. I'm like, <laughs> he's got to make it out somehow. But uh, he had a great final scene too, though. He did. It was great. I mean, he's he's the best. And I'm with the force, and the force is with me. Yeah, I was, and then I wasn't. I just like that he slow walked out to the button. Yeah, just chanting his mantra because you know he can't see though. Yeah. Running would be a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But all the stormtrooper bolts just flying off to the sides yeah. and missing completely. And then... The super, like, death trooper guys, too. Yeah. Those guys pretty look queen. really cool. It's like, at the well very done. beginning of the movie, when it's, uh, you know, the bad guy in white and then his four mm-hmm. troopers, and they're oh, all in black. Wow. I'm not sure what kind of stormtrooper they are. Cause they're, like, his special guard. Their outfits look fucking cool. They're, like, the elite dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was the first thing I picked up on the movie. Is like, those guys look incredible. Yeah. Like, that armor looks terrifying. They look badass. Yeah, it's not like generic Stormtrooper where it's, you know, kind of plasticky yeah. and sort of overdone yeah. to the point where it's just... It's too old. Yeah. It's just dated. Yeah, but those those new ones were rad. And then they did a good job updating the ground troops mm-hmm. for the Empire on the planet, too, yeah. and throwing in some different stuff. Yeah, there. they had, like, some desert sand camo dudes for the garrison. And, yeah. 
It was cool. There were slight elites and ATATs everywhere. Yeah, that was fun. Mowing suckers down. That was great. There was uh, one scene in particular where the ATAT first arrives there on the beach scene and sort of overshadows all the ground troops that are on the rebel side and starts shooting into them. And yeah. They're like, oh shit, this is bad. Yeah, it's bad. And then uh, it man's buddy shoots a bazooka at one and doesn't do much damage. Doesn't do anything. But then we have the X-Wing fighter pilots come in from the blue squad yeah. and just like tear one to pieces. Right. And there was actually, you know, a morale boost in there. It's like, oh shit, he just killed one for the whole Air team. Air support, and, dude. Yeah. It does that. It was fun. It was unexpected. And yeah. just It was, it was well put together. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole movie was very well put together. I enjoyed almost every second of it. Yeah. It was, like, a scale of combat that was perfect. Yeah. And, like, oh. real, real combat. Mm-hmm. You know, not like the Clone Wars shit where it's all fucking CG. Yeah. Clone troopers fighting robots. That was like, this is really like boring. Man on man, like, close quarters shit. Yeah. Like, that's way more interesting. One of my favorite parts of that whole scene, too, was it was juxtaposed with the space battle. And it was right about that time where uh, one of the Star Destroyers gets hit with the ion slash EMP yeah. shots. Ion shots. Yeah. And the hammerhead comes out and pushes. Oh, man. And just it's almost to like a ballet kind yeah. of music. And it just slowly pushes the Star Destroyer into the other one, cuts off the top half. Fucking amazing. And then they slowly like spiral down into the shield generator over the, like the weird switched ballet music. Yeah. It was really well done. Really well done. Like, it was great. I know. Like that level of action and pacing yeah it was just really fucking solid yeah it was good yeah i was surprised that i enjoyed it as much as i did i gotta go see it again you do so don't see it in 3d because i won't 3d movies suck 3d movies suck we saw this one and it was headache inducing nearly yeah and i think i've just just decided that the only movie that's going to do 3d well is going to be avatar it just has to be made for 3d it does and because it doesn't it doesn't use a lot of uh standard director tricks or tropes where it's field of views and panning to different things within the same shot 3d does not work with that because there's too much going on exactly you get so distracted by the different levels of environment that you can't see what you need to see yeah and it's just it's effectively a waste of time yeah like i saw episode seven Mm -hmm. uh in 3d the first time i saw it with work yeah i didn't choose 3d and like it sucks. Yeah. Like, you're trying to, like, pay attention. You don't know what you're supposed to be looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, and you lose a lot of detail. You do. And like, a lot. A way lot. too much. Yeah. And it, for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no benefit. No. So, yeah, it's, it's a rare movie that needs to be seen in 3D. That does not need to be seen in 3D. Both. <laughs> oh, got it. A rare movie, not this one being the rare uh-uh. movie. I was way off. Yawn. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But, yeah. That's pretty much what we got today. Yeah. For episode 42. Yeah. The life. The universe. What? And everything. Yeah. Oh, shit. Phone call from a random area code. I keep getting so many of these lately. Me too. I got one this morning. It's really annoying. Where's 402? No idea. I usually Google search them. (laughs) And everyone's like, this is bullshit. North Dakota. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, cool. Um, So check out our Twitch. We've been updating some stuff on there lately. Mm -hmm. Um, And check out our Facebook website, legendofthings.com. Oh, yeah. And also SoundCloud. That's the one where all of our stuff's hosted. And iTunes is the other place. RSS feeded. Yep. So thanks. Everyone have a good new year. And um, that's it. (laughs) That's good soup.
Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things. <laughs>